This is the Wildernet Podcast for Thursday, January 1st, 2015, episode 19. Welcome back to the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. I'm Shane, and joining me, as always... Hi, guys and gals. I'm Eric. Hey, Eric. What's going on, man? You know, it's another day in life. Happy to be back. Sorry it took us till uh, 2015 to get here, but we're here. <laughs> yep, that we are. How are what? you? What's that? H- how are you? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Did I ask that already? You just, you did. <laughs> it's a Sorry. vicious cycle with you, Shane. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, anyway, so it's, yeah, well, how long has it been? It's been a couple months now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly my fault. I'll take the blame. Eh, I mean, I I can do that too. Take a little bit of the blame there. Um, yeah, our schedules just kind of conflict sometimes. Eric's, we're both pretty busy bees. We did manage to get that uh, video done, though, for uh, outdoor, not outdoor Wisconsin, Wisconsin outdoor fun. Um, oh, yeah. That was nice. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, it's been, so it's cold again. Go figure in our wonderful four-season state. Yeah. It's it's interesting. We always start the shows off talking about about the weather, but if you think about it, we're a show about getting outdoors, so it it's, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm annoying a lot of people because I'm so excited about the cold because that means the ice freezes. <laughs> so The water freezes, I mean. So <laughs> I get really happy about that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the, water, the ice freezes. I remember that reminds me of a movie. I think it was like the, one of those Mighty Ducks movies. Somebody's like, what are you waiting for? The ice to freeze? I think that was actually the line. So, yeah, yeah. It's like you could say the ice freezes. Toaster. You know, you put bread in the toaster. Could you say the? Yeah, true. Could you say the steam freezes? <laughs> it's funny. Probably not. Yeah, there's a lot of activities on the ice. So, speaking of that, in the cold weather, there there was a windsurfer out there today on a surfboard that had ice skates. It was it was pretty cool. Not to mention the ice boats, which are also pretty sweet. That is sweet. All right, well, uh, let's dive right in then. The activity of the week. Okay, technical difficulties, YouTube's being dumb right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you guys know the song, right? With our situation. What's that? This fits in perfectly with the activity of the week. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you didn't recognize that song, that was meant to be Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bob Marley. Um, so our activity is kind of a bit different this week. Uh, we This week we're talking about keeping it cool or keeping your cool. Sorry. <laughs> Either way. And... Uh, specifically when it comes to outdoor activities, you know, there's probably one of the reasons to get outside is actually 
quite the opposite of that, to get away from it all, to, you know, throw your cares out the window, so to speak. And uh, that doesn't know things don't always go down that way. And that's one of the things we want to talk about. Um, I think Eric specifically today had some uh, experienced some of those issues out on the ice. Uh, you want to just briefly talk about those or do we want to hold sure. off on Oh, that? yeah, that's fine. Um, it's just interesting. Nothing when you're doing outdoor recreating seemingly ever goes completely to plan or whatever it is you think you intend on doing. It just... You got to make the best of your situation. So I went out ice fishing today for the first time with some new gear. Um, had a new shanty, so I was excited to try it. And uh, had a, a fairly new auger that I had out last winter. And somewhere en route from my garage to the car to the lake to the spot, um, the trigger for my auger broke. So I figured I could, I could, still, I could still navigate and maybe get it to kick in some throttle. Um, so I'm going to start it, and I'm pulling, I'm pulling, I'm pulling on the on the pull cord, and the pull cord snapped. <laughs> so I didn't have an auger to drill a hole to to fish for for any fish. Mm-hmm. Pretty frustrating. Um, but we prevailed. Right. Essentially, ended up uh, borrowing an auger from a nearby fisherman, and he helped very kindly. He's like, "Yeah, no problem. Save the day." I was able to drill a couple holes, and we were able to fish. So, you know, got got through it just fine. Still sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. And then, well, maybe we can talk about a little more of that later. But, um, so, yeah, like you mentioned, this was kind of your, this kind of sparked an idea in your head and uh, just about being able to keep your cool out there, um, wherever it may be, whether it's on the ice or, you know, out on a deer stand or something along those lines. Um, and I think, um, you know, when it comes to that that kind of thing, um, I think what you, you have to keep in mind is just to not let those things get in the way from you having a good time outside. And uh, obviously, you figured out a way to still make it work. Um, and yeah, which if I think it weren't for my better half, let me tell you. <laughs> so yeah. up to me, I think I may have just, I was going to pack it all up. And she's like, well, why don't you just go ask someone else and leave it to a woman um, to, to do that. Those guys can kind of be stubborn like that, so... Luckily, it worked out pretty well. Um, the other part of that, too, is, you know, a positive attitude is a contagious thing. And just the, the, conversely, the opposite is the true, the, you know, true for when you're, when you're not happy. It uh, rubs off on people, and it's not pleasant to be around them when they're like that. So my girlfriend actually made a comment that um, <laughs> she's like, if this, this would have been like this the first time we went ice fishing, I don't think I'd ever come out again, <laughs> you know. And that's, that's interesting, you know, and a lot of that kind of came from me being crabby and grumpy and, you know, pissy about my auger. <laughs> right. So, you know, if you're taking someone outdoors for the first time and you're being all crabby about it because something didn't go your way, just find a way to navigate through it and, and be more experienced and take it for what it's worth. You know, I could have got the biggest fish of my life today, maybe. Mm, who knows? I didn't, but could have. But you still had fun, right? Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. That's what counts. Um. Yeah, so and so specifically for me, I keep saying specifically. I got to come up with a different word there. Uh <laughs> I when I'm out, you know, on on as I mentioned on my deer stand or something along those lines, uh or even sometimes the efficient. It's nice when I go out with, you know, you guys and um it's, you know, a bit more fun. <laughs> 
than than just myself being out on a deer stand but i think a lot of the it's more social for sure yeah and it certainly requires much more patience i think uh being by yourself out on a deer stand waiting for a deer to come by and you know sometimes it can be tough and and that that can just add to your overall frustration i think you know maybe you don't want to be out there too long or you know if you're not certainly if you're not seeing anything that can uh sort of enhance that frustration and i would just say you know just to kind of learn to take it in um just overall the the atmosphere the the elements the birds whatever uh whatever it takes to uh just kind of enjoy yourself out there and and actually let your the pressures of 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 the indoors um you know drift away no that's that's nicely put dude and then the interesting thing too is like oh yeah i don't know i'm i I like taking it in i really do and the other side is the stories i uh with deer hunting i'll do a small small aside i was out my tree stand had two bucks walk past me my first time bow hunting ever and i i go to draw back on this buck and i put my release above the stopper Mm -hmm. so i pulled back and went zip right to the top of the bow and then to make matters worse i dropped something it's tink 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 all the way down by the time I could actually draw back, the deer were gone. You know, so that was, an ex- it was a learning experience. Obviously, it didn't go the way I intended it to. I didn't get to pull back and shoot the deer, but I learned something. And it's a pretty funny story to help relate people that may be getting into hunting. Oh, you're not very good. Well, neither am I, or neither was I. You know, at some point, we've all been there. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've been in situations where, you know, I'll make a noise or a movement that I didn't intend and Are you passing gas? <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> whatever it might, <laughs> whatever it might be, <laughs> uh, you know, it causes the deer to run, or uh, a lot of cases you'll hear the deer snort, and then it's Snorts, kind of all over um, after that. Yep. Yeah, hate it when they do that. Yep. Um, which maybe is a is a whole other topic about practicing sure. scent control and all that <laughs> silence. Well, yeah. the interesting, well, it, I keep saying the interesting thing you talk about specifically. Um, the other, the other thing we wanted to mention, or that we had in here in the show notes, is uh, getting over the proverbial "quote unquote" hump of deciding to get outside to do the thing. You know, in in your mind, or at least in my mind, sometimes I'll build a pretty thick wall of excuses to ah, I gotta like, you know, for ice fishing, for example, I gotta restring up my my tip ups. I gotta you know, f- try to pack all the stuff in my car and organize my gear and I got to blah, 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 blah. You know, it never ends up happening. I talk myself out of it and I sit inside and then nothing happens. So instead, you know, just just get at it. Just barrel through it. Get up and get moving and, and get there. You know, the same can be said for all sorts of things like going to the gym or if you're a student, you got homework to do. If you're, you know, working, you get some, some extra work you got to get done or whatever it might be. Just get over that hump. It's always worth it, man. It's always worth it. Absolutely. Um, obviously, that's what our show is all about here, is just more or less finding, and not necessarily excuses, but finding reasons to get outside. Um, yeah. But sometimes yeah, maybe that is. Sometimes you, you just need to it. make an excuse. Yeah. Um, force yourself to do it more or less, even if yeah you can't 
Mm, yeah, do I want to go skiing today? Mm, should I go for a bike ride? Yeah, I mean, whatever it takes. I mean, I, I winter for me especially, I actually need to, I feel like I, I actually need to make more of an effort to get outside more often because the cold sometimes is a big deterrent for me. <laughs> I'm pretty determined. I know I keep saying this, but I'm pretty determined to go still go skiing this winter <laughs> and right, considering man. I still haven't done it. Could you imagine if excuses were the opposite way around? And I'm trying to think of how to word it. But if it weren't like, uh, you know, I really was going to go bike riding, but, you know, I kind of, I did stub my toe this morning, so I don't want to. If it were the other way around, we're like, <laughs> I just can't think of something to say for it. I yeah. really, I, you know, I, I can't not go bike riding. You know, I just. Right, right, right. That's, you got to feel all that sweat feels on my face. <laughs> no, that's exactly true. It was kind of like, now mind you, I, I did this on a treadmill yesterday, but it was kind of like that. Like I kept doing the opposite of, finding an excuse not to go to the gym it was actually kept thinking well are they i don't know are they closed aren't they closed <laughs> because i mean it was new year's eve and i'm thinking well they didn't answer the first time but you know i'm like well, they might still be open so i should i should still try back later and sure enough i didn't they were open until four so i was able to still go there so it's kind of like that in um you know just just basically making yourself do it um I think that yeah, is. Yeah, you almost the... never regret it. I, I, it's very rarely that you regret it. You know. Yep. Let's see. Adventures are you born. Break a leg or something, but even then, you know, I'm a badass. I got frostbite. Or if I <laughs> broke my leg, man, I'm gonna sign my cast. Hopefully, hopefully not the frostbite. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just yeah, there's was it one of the other things we wanted to talk about was uh, when we were in Nicaragua and kind of ran into a frustrating situation uh coming down the from one of the volcanoes there and we thought <laughs> we thought it was leaving i mean it was lost in translation a little bit there um yes yeah, a miscommunication language barrier and we thought what was it we thought the next one wasn't coming until 4 p.m or something and it was just the last one was coming at 4 p.m yeah something along those lines and so we just walked down you know, 40 minutes down the hill and then our down a freaking volcano is never walked down anything. <laughs> the hill that never ended. And thankfully there was a path and <laughs> it actually turned out to be pretty, uh, pretty great. I thought, um, you know, that was where we got our picture from, uh, or at least our, I don't know if it's still, is it still our picture on Facebook? <laughs> it's, it's in there. It's in the archive. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, we're leaning at like a forty-five degree angle. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, still there? Amazing views. There's these really weird, loud crickets, and there's like this rain thing that happened, but there are no yeah. clouds. Oh yeah, it was a really strange. Can you hear uh, right. Yep, I can hear you. Yep, <laughs> there was a. Uh, yeah, uh, the the rain. It was it was a very strange misting that was occurring in in the trees and. And I think it was, what did we say? It was, were we at cloud level or something? Or how did that, did we I have a it reason? Was, we couldn't figure it out. Yeah, it was a really cool, um, yeah, it just, it wasn't rain because it wasn't, it was just like a microscopic beads of water pretty <laughs> water much. Water drops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and the um, cicadas, it was just crazy. We get to points where the, the number of cicadas, I couldn't even tell you. It was just, it just sounded piercing. like this. Yeah huge 
sound that was surrounding us at one point. And, and that was this all because we, you know, we, I guess we kept our cool and we just decided to walk down. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool, man. No, it's, we, we, we could go on with stories like that forever. The idea here is to just, I don't know, for those that listen and care to listen and or may discover us, if you're listening to this, just be cool. Something, something may go uh, not according to plan and usually it does. Don't get bent out of shape. Don't pack up. Stick with it. Do whatever you were going to do. Find a way through it. As long as it's nothing completely horrific, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be all sorts of weird little things that will dampen your time, but you got to get through it because it's always going to be worth it. Like I said, it's yep. keep it cool. That's what it's all about. What else we got today? Yeah, we can uh, mosey on here on to the next segment. Word in the woods. We just have a couple of articles to talk about today. Um, First one comes from OutsideOnline.com. Actually, both of these do, but uh, this one reads, Volvo just made roads a hell of a lot safer for cyclists. And the idea here is that Volvo is teaming up with a couple other companies, um to be able to link their vehicles with uh, bike helmets, actually, which I found I, I found very interesting because um, I have a friend uh, in, in the band I'm in. He's he's uh, <laughs> recently, I think it was a couple months back, he got uh, quote unquote doored, where <laughs> you know the guy doesn't realize so crazy. There's a cyclist there and <laughs> throws the door open. So be careful. Be careful when you're opening your door on the street because cyclists, they're, they're not actually supposed to be riding on the sidewalk. That's actually less safe. But um, at any rate, this this uh, technology is is more uh, for accidents, you know, because apparently 50% of... Um, accident prevention. Accident prevention, absolutely. Yeah, it's for... <laughs> yes, not... Uh, it's not, to create more accidents. Right, right. Um, so it's... Uh, Collisions with vehicles account for more than 50% of cyclist deaths in Europe, according to this article, which is kind of a big deal. And to be able to notify the drivers um, that cyclists are nearby, I think, could drastically, you know, help that or deter that number, I should say. And I think I think it's a really cool idea. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I, I don't know. It seems like... I don't see that there's any major flaws with it. There's nothing in place now. Clearly, it's a problem. It seems like a pretty decent way to increase the odds of prevent preventing that type of uh, doored accident and or death or, you know, cars hitting bikes and just end up being aware. It's, you got all sorts of sensors on your car now where you back up, it beeps, you've got a camera. There's so many things. Um, this isn't outside of the realm of what you'd expect, you know, to be hearing about. So I think it's good, man. I like biking. And it's yeah. It's sketchy sometimes when I'm on a road on my bike and cars going by it because there's not a sidewalk and or you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk so yeah so so i guess it's ericsson and helmet innovator poc those are the companies that volvo is teaming up with for this so it's cool for volvo i mean there's only so many cars or a percentage of them that are volvos and of them how many are going to have this technology and of the bikers you know so Maybe in the next 10, 15 years, if this really, really, really catches and all sorts of automobile manufacturers have it and how manufacturers have it, um, it'll be cool. For sure. All right. Well, let's uh, move right on to your article then. 
Yeah, so I have um, one that I think you've actually found, which is How to Run in Cold Weather, which was by OutsideOnline.com, and it was written by Matt uh, Skenazy. That's what I'm going to go with. And this article basically actually um, asks the question that I ask all the time. I, I enjoy running in the summertime, mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't run other times of the year. I don't run in the winter because I hate treadmills, and I don't run outside in the winter because it freaks me out. Uh, the article says it's dark. It's so cold my gels are freezing. That I didn't know what it meant, Shane. I'd explain it to me, but I have boogers that freeze, so that that's not that's not cool. <laughs> um, there's a foot of snow on the ground in Wisconsin. That could be true where we are, and other places too, obviously. And then I'm worried I'll slip on ice. That's a big, big one for me. You got me too. all sorts of homeowners that might not shovel or salt, and it just kind of can be messy. Um, the other thing. Yeah, that's it for me. I mean, that's kind of the big ones. I don't. I never know what to wear, though. Ever. That's that's one for me. I don't know what type of layers to wear. If I don't sweat too much or not enough, or you want to wick the moisture away. So this kind of just helps you get around some of those hurdles. It talks about uh, it's dark. Well, get get a headlamp. It doesn't weigh you down. They're not expensive. And wear while you run. Okay, right. easy enough. Um, I'm gonna skip the gel thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that, I thought that was kind of more for runners specific. Hardcore guys. Like yep. yourself, Forrest? Yeah, I'm not, I've never had that stuff, though. <laughs> oh, good thing, because you probably run forever. Uh, so there's a foot of snow on the ground. So go skiing. Um, Shane and I were talking about this, if you remember, Shane. Cross-country skiing is in a great, mm-hmm. it's a great aerobic exercise. It's good for your cardiovascular system. It's a fun activity in winter. Usually there's a lot of uh, good trails that will be lit if you go to a state park or a county park even. And, uh, you know, even times they'll serve cocoa, hot cocoa afterwards, but it's one hell of a workout and it's pretty, you can get headphones just the same and, you know, just do some laps. It's kind of neat, a little bit more dynamic than running, but similar workout. Um, the ice thing, this is interesting because today is the first time I've ever used these crampons. Uh, you, you just stick them on your boots or your shoes and there's all sorts of kinds you can get, but essentially there's like little cleats that clip into the ice to make it less slippery, and, and they actually saved me from falling a couple times today when I was out on the ice. So, um, you know, there's there's ways around this kind of stuff. You just got to stop making excuses like we talked about <laughs> I talked about earlier. But yeah. if you recall, Shane, we did do the turkey trot, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I ever ran in the cold with snow. That was pretty did nice. You, I thought did it your went... feet kind of get numb at some uh, point? You know, I don't even really remember anymore <laughs> it wasn't even that long I mean, it was on thanksgiving and but you know what i thought i thought it went pretty well considering my one of the things i find that i struggle with the most in running in the cold weather i think is uh breathing i think my breathing gets a little not as good as uh <laughs> sorry i was just <laughs> looking at you there you're about to sneeze <laughs> no you're good um yeah, I think my, I have trouble breathing more so in the cold weather. Um, and I think the ice is also a big uh, deterrent for me from running outside. That along with, which I I wish there was something, something else as our article kind of talked about, which w- one of my main reasons for not running outside in the cold weather is uh, not having enough uh, cold weather running gear uh, yep. or running uh, uh, clothing specifically. That mm-hmm. and... Uh, just the amount of laundry that would sort of add <laughs> right it's the longer sleeves and longer uh, you know legged uh, uh pants i guess um rather than shorts but 
Uh, you sweat so damn much. I mean, you're not going to wear that again, you know? Right. And yep. cold weather gear is more expensive than just putting on some shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, yeah, it just seems like a, see, look at me, I'm making excuses. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure if I geared up for it, I spent enough money on other dumb things. So uh, this would be a good thing to spend money on if I were really looking to get at it. What I'd really like to see is some kind of article addressing why running outside in the winter is so much better than on a treadmill or something, you know? <laughs> because yeah, yeah. So well, easy to write that article. Yeah. It's so easy to uh, just do that right now. Um, and I do that a lot. <laughs> I'm on the treadmill a lot at this particular time of year. It makes sense. It's a good alternative, you know, mm-hmm. not saying everyone has to get outside and run, but I just thought it was an interesting article. Um, it struck a chord with me, so. Yeah. Me too. Well, all right. Uh, I guess we're kind of wrapping things up already here. Um, it's hard to hold people's attention for too long. Should I, should I bother playing this or not? <laughs> I don't have, uh, we don't have anything for sound off. Um, None this week or year. Eric put that in there. Nice. That's right. It's the first of the year. Come on, guys. What do you <laughs> expect here? <laughs> That's true. Uh, so you can, but uh, go right ahead and uh, write us at wildernetpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, at wildernetcast. Uh, and then oh, the one thing we don't have here, that would be uh, niceguynetwork.com slash wildernet. Another one of the places you can find us. Uh, please, though, please, if you have a moment, a moment of your time, we would highly appreciate a rating on iTunes. Um, you just find us on there at uh, just do a search for Wilderness Podcasts. We should come right up. Don't give us a bad one, just the good ones. <laughs> yeah, at we, least we an honest one. Um, you know, get yeah. mean about it, but honestly, we love to good. hear from you. Anything, any feedback would be would be great because then we can actually work on improving the podcast. <laughs> right now we're just kind of flailing in the wind. Do we do whatever we want? Or what I like to call OFP, but one of those words I can't say. <laughs> it's protocol, right? You, you don't want to talk. You don't want to say that one. <laughs> Correct. We don't want to get a bad rating. <laughs> All right. So then, fa- <laughs> Facebook.com. That, oh, sorry. Well, the, well, yeah. You can find us on Facebook also. Uh, Facebook.com/slash uh, the Wilderness Podcast. I actually don't have it down here. But you can find us on Facebook for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Search and you will find. Yes. And then, uh, Eric, where can everyone find you? Uh, Well, they can find me at my house if they knew my address, but since that's not going to happen, you can find what I do on facebook.com slash where to hunt Wisconsin. Also, publiclandpride.com, public land hunting enthusiast community and a hunting app. Uh, also do a hunting podcast all about public land hunting, mostly in Wisconsin. So very cool stuff. And I'm on Twitter at ShaveMadOx. Admittedly, I don't use it that often <laughs> right now, um, other than for posting shows and things like that. But you can also find me on Techie at the TechEase podcast. That's T-E-C-H-E-A-S-E, where we talk about... Uh, what the heck do we talk about? <laughs> We talk about technology and gadgets and fun things that uh, help make our lives, simplify our lives. That's what it is. Simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. <laughs> Just remembered. <laughs> What's our tagline? Do you remember ours? <laughs> Rediscovering nature in digital yeah. age. It's, uh, it's kind of, I feel like I kind of riffed off of that one a little bit for techies also. 
Oh, no, it's okay. It's all part of the, the Nice Guy Network. That's right. Whoop, that's not the right one. The Moment of Reflection. Just wrapping things all right up here. Once again, don't uh, don't make excuses when it comes to uh, getting out there. Um, don't let uh, don't let a little bit of uh, stress stop you from enjoying the great outdoors. Don't do it. Just kidding. That was me at about <laughs> eight. You don't want to hear me go to a ten. Getting frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, what else, what else? What else can we say? I mean, just. Just, just do it. Go with the flow. Keep your cool. Don't make excuses. Get over your hump of getting a, making a decision to go outside. Just get outside. Go do stuff. Wow, you can, you can really, you really have a way of just spitting words out. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mouth can't keep up with my brain. It sucks. <laughs> so, and again, uh, look forward to uh, new technologies for making s- bi- bicycling, <laughs> cycling, cycling. Cycling. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. A little safer out there. That's. And don't be afraid to run in the winter. There's ways around your excuses. (laughs) Very true. All right. I think that will do it. Uh, Anything else you want to add, sir? No. No. Have a good one. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, take care. And remember to get outside.